Welcome back to The Perfect Fit. I'm your host, Craig Richards, and today we're going to be talking about something that I see that is very common uh, with clients and just in general, and that is, is your body primed to lose weight? And we're going to talk about priming your metabolism for fat loss, under eating, certain things that could actually be hindering your fat loss journey. I'm going to talk a little bit about metabolic adaptation and I'm just going to kind of give you an example and kind of lead up to what metabolic adaptation is. So for instance, when a client comes to me and says that they want to lose weight, I typically have them fill out a short questionnaire just to give me a little bit more insight into their health, the way they've been eating, how much exercise they're doing, etc. And one of the questions that I have them ask is, would you describe yourself as dieting more often than not over the last year? And I actually stole this question from somebody else because it's a question that should be asked more than it probably is. What's interesting is that the majority of people that do come in and are looking to lose weight actually are under eating. And we would consider them being chronic dieters in that if they do answer that question, yes, let's say they've been trying to diet eight out of the 12 months of the year, then they've been chronic dieting or probably under eating for a very good period of time. And this can either be from purposely trying to diet or not knowing how much they eat and they're under eating maybe due to a fear of food and they're afraid that if they eat more, then they're gonna get big. And so they just under eat and they're constantly in a deficit month after month after month. And they could even be in a deficit for years and not know it. It's just that their body is used to taking in that amount of food and they're used to taking in that low amount of food that it's just normal to them. The problem is your body's metabolism slows down due to that long period of chronic dieting or being in a deficit. And I think a lot of people think of metabolism as a static thing. In other words, you hear people talk about, well, I have a low metabolism or they have a high metabolism. Your metabolism is actually, think of it like the stock market. How much you output will fluctuate based on how much comes in. It's not a static entity, it's a moving target. So your metabolism raises and lowers based on the amount of food that is actually coming in. So from a pure number standpoint, the more you eat, the higher your metabolic rate is going to be. The less you eat, the lower it's going to be. So for instance, if these individuals come to me and they want to lose, let's just say 20 pounds, and they're eating 3,500 calories, I have a lot of room to work with to adjust calories in order to slowly get them down into a, the deficit where they need to be. On the other hand, if someone wants to lose weight and they're only eating 1,300 calories, I don't have a lot of room to cut calories, if at all, unless I just want to starve them, which in terms of long-term health is not very good for them. And I see this a lot with trainers where the individual's already on a low-calorie intake, 
what is the trainer's way of handling it? It's, I'm going to cut calories. They're already in a very low state to begin with and have been in that state for probably quite some time that you're just hurting their health instead of actually getting them into a better state of health. And that's why when you consider a fat loss journey that you need to make sure, am I in a good place to begin one? And if you are, great. But if you're already in a crappy situation of a low calorie state, it's going to get worse. That's why I have a lot of my clients track what they eat. So I usually have them track for a week. That way you can get an idea of how many calories you're taking in during the week versus during the weekend because a lot of times that is a, <laughs> there's a big difference for people. And you've got to track everything. Not just the good stuff. You got to track the pizza, the half bottle of wine, the cake, all of it needs to be tracked. I hear a lot of people say, yeah, but I've been eating a thousand calories or 1100 calories and they're just wondering why they're not losing anymore. And it's simple. It's just not enough food. On top of that, a lot of times their protein is so low. Let's take the thousand calories, for example. Let's just say that 50 grams of that 1,000 calories is protein. So about 20% of your calories is protein. And that is not enough protein, and you're not getting enough protein to where there's any muscle activation from it, which in turn, you, your muscles become insulin resistant. Inside the muscle, basically that leftover 80% is fuel coming from carbon fat is not fueling the muscles, it's basically going straight to fat storage because you're not getting enough protein in and your muscles have become insulin resistant, resisting those carbs and those fat to fuel the muscles and it's just taking them straight to fat storage. Even if you're working out hard enough, you know, they are so, your muscles are so incompatible to take in the sugars that it's still going straight to fat storage. So fair warning to those who have been under eating and in a deficit for so long that you may be under eating during the week, but when you go out on the weekend and have those big meals, it's easier for you to gain fat because your metabolism is slower. And I think it's also a mindset thing as well. If for the majority of the year, you're waking up every Monday and you're thinking, I'm going to lose weight this week, then your approach needs to change and you need to do something different. So let's say you are one of those people who has been dieting for a long period of time, you've cut your calories, or we find out that you have been under eating for a long time and you do want to lose weight, but you're not in a good place to. How do we do that? Well, first off, I think we need to realize that if you want to look a certain way or have a certain amount of leanness, then you do have to have a period of time where you're not dieting. I think social media doesn't help in this fact that you ask somebody what they want to look like and they pull up a picture of a fitness model. Well, that person has been training for maybe a couple years and they have built up a certain amount of muscle in order to give them that lean look. But in order to do that, you also have to be out of a diet and you have to be eating food in order to fuel your body. 
Now, does this mean you have to get huge or get bulky by eating more food? No, it doesn't. It just means you're going to have to eat more in order to build that muscle, in order for you to look a certain way or to get that lean look that you want. So how do we go about eating more the correct way so that we don't just blow up right away from going from a very low calorie amount to where you should be eating? So what we do is we would take somebody through what we call a reverse diet. And this has definitely been growing popular within the last few years and a lot of people are having to do this. I've put several people through reverse diets and it works. But I will tell you that it is very difficult for people to grasp this idea. So just hang with me here. Let me explain how this works what you need to do in order for you to achieve your best goals. So this is just a generic guideline on how to slowly reverse your diet and get you out of a low calorie state to a higher calorie state. Obviously there can be times where it needs to be a little bit more personalized, but overall this is just a generic guideline on how to do that. First of all, I think the best way is add protein. Protein is going to be your most important macro as far as if you want to build that lean muscle up and reduce that fat. And I explained before that if you're not taking in enough protein, then a lot of your caloric intake is going to be going straight to storage instead of fueling those muscles. So we need to add in, you know, 20 to 30 grams of protein several times of day. And the nice thing about it is if you increase that protein, you're increasing the calories, but you're also not going to get fat and gain fat from increasing your protein intake. Second, I think we need to take a look at your training. A lot of people, especially ladies, I'm not trying to pick on you, but you are very cardio heavy in the way that you work out. Not a lot of weights, hours and hours of cardio. And if you want to obtain a certain lean look, you've got to have the muscle to do so. So a lot of times when someone goes through a reverse dieting, they need to either cut way back on the cardio and increase the weights that they do, or just cut out the cardio altogether and focus on lifting weights. Third little guideline here would be to systematically add in carbs and fats. So we've already added in protein slowly, and then you're just going to add in carb and fats very slowly as needed. Fourth, and I think this is one of the biggest things of the reverse diet, is that you have to prepare yourself mentally for this. Because when you do this, you are going to gain weight. You know, you're going to increase your calories, but slowly. And you're probably also going to increase your carb intake and your glycogen stores. So you're going to gain some water weight as well. And you have to understand it's not a bad thing. And I'm not trying to pick on women here again, but a lot of times, and I find this even with my own clients, that women make it mentally so much harder on themselves than it needs to be. And, you know, so many women out there have been dieting and dieting for years, maybe even since they're a teenager. And... They all of a sudden start feeling bloated or they say, I feel fat. First of all, fat isn't a feeling. 
but due to dieting for such a long period of time, they don't actually know what food in their body feels like, what glycogen in their muscles feel like. You know, they've been under eating for so long that their body is finally getting food in it. And to them, it's a bad feeling. But trust me, it's actually a good feeling. You're eating the amount of calories that you should be. Your mind and your body are going to battle each other in regards to this, and you have to be ready for it. So I think that's one of the biggest points. Uh, So let's rehash these points real quick to a reverse diet. First of all, we want to just add in 20 to 30 grams of protein several times a day in order for you to get adequate protein. And yes, that's for women too. Second, we want to bring back the amount of cardio that you do, maybe cut out cardio altogether, and we want to increase the amount of weightlifting that you do in order to build that muscle. And then third, we want to just systematically add in carbs and fats when and where we need them. And fourth, you have to prepare yourself mentally for this. And I think a big part of point number four is having a personal trainer, having a coach help you in that point. It's very tough if you try to do it on your own because you're probably going to give up. Um, I, I put out a challenge to trainers here that if you ever have a client on a reverse diet, these are honestly going to be the hardest clients you will work with. And for any clients that are listening to this, I'm not talking down uh, about you, but as a trainer, you know, you're going to be dealing with so many aspects of the mental side of things with the clients that they get discouraged, the misunderstanding of why do I have to eat more food and eat more calories in order to lose weight? Or they just get too impatient and, you know, after one month of eating more, they want to diet down again. And, you know, it's just one of the things where clients just trust your trainers. Hopefully the trainer knows what they're doing, uh, first of all, but this is going to be one of the hardest challenges uh, as a trainer. And as a trainer, you also need to be prepared for that. And uh, I think patience is a big key here for people that are doing a reverse dieting. You know, I mentioned in the first place that people misjudge how long it takes to get to a certain place. You know, social media does not help because what do a lot of people post? They just post, you know, the greatest pictures of themselves. And a lot of these people started their fitness journeys, you know, early on, and it's taking them 5, 10, maybe even 15 years to get to where they are. And they went through up and downs as well. Uh, But the one thing that got them there was consistency and patience. So I think the number one thing that is if you are having trouble losing weight and you've been dieting for a long period of time, this is one of the things that may be holding you back from still losing more weight and losing more fat. Uh, You need to eat more. Food is fuel for the body, and I think you'd be amazed about how much food you can actually take in. So please, if you do have any questions about reverse dieting or anything like that, talk to a trainer. Ask me questions, send me questions about it, and I can help you as much as I can. I hope this has helped you guys. 
maybe for those of you that are a little stumped in your weight loss journey. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for joining me once again. See you later.